You're listening to the Am Writing Fantasy Podcast. In today's publishing landscape, you can reach fans all over the world. Query letters are a thing of the past. You don't even need a literary agent. There is nothing standing in the way of making a living from writing. Join two best-selling authors who have self-published more than 20 books between them. Now, on to the show with your hosts, Autumn Burt and Jasper Schmidt. Hello, I'm Jasper. And I'm Autumn. This is episode 128 of the M Writing Fantasy Podcast, and we are going to have some fun today as we share the top 10 worst things you could ever do to a character. And as usual, we'll have to vote on who <laughs> won by creating the best or the worst list, so to speak. So I think it's the worst list we should call it, isn't it? I, I think it, I, it has become the worst list. So I can put on the worst thing that we can do to characters. That makes sense in a way. <laughs> yeah, I think this should be interesting. <laughs> it should. And I have a total confession to make is that I, I've had a very busy week. Um, and my husband had recently gotten his second vaccination. And he had a bit of a reaction and was not doing so well. And it was this morning I opened up, I thank goodness I was doing my homework. And I opened up Asana, our little checklist to look to see what the topic was. And I said, Oh crap, I've got to come up with a list. <laughs> so I feel like I did my, <laughs> I did my homework right before class, but that doesn't mean it is not awesome. I put in a lot of mind power to make this list <laughs> very quickly. Uh, I'm pretty sure my list is better than yours then. You always have that confidence, so we will see. <laughs> it's a, it's like fake it till you make it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. But that's just it. You can't rattle my cage. I am completely confident in what my abilities here. So I have done some horrible things to characters. I am, com- I'm good with this. <laughs> okay. Well, I might have a few surprises, but. Uh... I am looking forward to see what you came up with on the fly, which of course cannot be as good as the... But on the other hand, yo, I have to say, if what you came up with on the fly is better than the stuff that I really thought about, then it's not good for me. No, it's true. <laughs> I might have to give you this one. We'll have to see how it goes. I'm sure yours are very good. Of but... course, of course they are. <laughs> of course. And so how have things been over in Denmark? Uh, well, well, something crazy happened this last weekend. Really? Just over yes. the weekend? Just over the weekend. All right. We went to a restaurant. <gasps> really? <laughs> yeah. They're open? <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. Who would know that something as ordinary as visiting a restaurant would suddenly feel that <laughs> great? Oh, you saw other people eating. <laughs> It was incredible. Well, the the service was not good. Uh, oh, I mean, well, that's the, not right. <laughs> no, I mean a the, year and a half for going to a restaurant. And the service yeah, is yeah. It was like the the waitress. She was really nice and uh, mm-hmm. smiling and helpful and all that. So nothing wrong with that. But mm-hmm. I think it was in the kitchen. But every oh. single order got messed up. Oh, uh, so no. we had to keep sending stuff back. It was, it was a sushi restaurant, okay. so we had, had to keep and they they make it at, on order. Yeah. So we kept sending stuff back, and then we had to wait another 20 minutes until they made what they were supposed to make in the first place. Oh, so no. at the end, we could have actually eaten a bit more, but we just got like, oh, I'm fed up now. I don't no. want to wait another 20 minutes on another wrong order. So right. in the end, we just left. But That's too it was still good. We still went to the uh, restaurant. So that, well, that's pretty cool. 
and I'm jealous. I love sushi. I'm actually planning on um, my husband's going away soon for a uh, training. I might be gone as much as three weeks. I'm going to miss him like crazy. But I'm thinking he's not as big of a sushi fan as I am. So I'm thinking of maybe learning to make some sushi while he's gone. Because <laughs> the selection yeah. in Vermont, for some reason, it's not a good sushi selection. It's like California roll and that's it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, I, I absolutely love sushi. It's uh, one of my cool. favorites, to be honest. Well, when I come over, we are going to a sushi restaurant then, because I can't wait. That'd be so awesome. Yes, and this uh, local restaurant here, it's all-you-can-eat sushi. Oh, so you just keep ordering. That is fantastic. <laughs> okay, I'm going to fly to Denmark to get sushi. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> sure. It's a funny world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I think other than that, in writing news, I'm just putting the finishing touches on the outline oh, for book two okay. in our new series. So I'm hoping to send you that file file tomorrow, uh, Autumn. I cannot wait to see that. That'll be fantastic. Yeah, then we can get into that. But what about you? Oh, well, I can at least say the leaves have finally popped here and it looks like spring even though the weather's, you know, actually kind of like light jacket weather. But it's sunny and the the birch or the beech trees are pollinating and they have these little tufts of of just like poof that are part of their pollen so it kind of looks like all these little floating feathers through the forest it's very magical and beautiful nice it sounds this, like a faith place oh it's me <laughs> of course it's a very <laughs> faith place how do they live all the jack in the pulpits are up and the trillium are blooming so it's beautiful the ferns are popping though i have to say my editing i because you know i'm editing our first book one and I'm trying to edit yep. the last book of my face series and it's a lot of editing and I have to admit it's not going as spectacular as I'd like I need more hours during the day but I'm still oh, I can imagine, yeah. pushing through I might end up pushing back this is I guess my first official worry announcement that I might end up pushing back the uh publication of my final book because I just I actually need another chapter and it's just not where I want it to be so I no, might have but to do that. That's understandable. You're, you're editing two books at once, right? I mean, it's understandable. It's a bit much. <laughs> yeah, especially some other jobs on the side and yeah, other things going on. So. Yeah. And I get my second vaccination in a couple weeks, in a week or two. So once that happens, I, I'm total, after watching Adam go through his, I'm expecting to be down for a day. And I my backup person, I was here for him, but he's going to be away from me. So it's just going to be me and the dog taking care of me. The dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the dog can bring you some uh, some rodents that he killed outside or something. Yeah, he won't be making me tea and bringing me a hot water bottle at 2 a.m. like I did for my husband. So I'm expecting I might be down for a day or two. That's going to slow me down more, darn it. And I've been going to, I remember I'm partially deaf. I've been getting that diagnosed a little bit more and dialed in to see if there's something that could be done. But the appointments take time too, so ugh, it's been a week of a month of lots of things going on. Yeah, too busy. Too busy. A week on the internet with the Am Writing Fantasy Podcast. Yeah, just talking about being too busy over the past few <laughs> weeks, we've also been on a number of podcasts talking yes. about world building, haven't we, Autumn? We have. It's been so much fun. It's world building, and we've mostly been talking to uh, role player games and. Yeah. Game. Oh, so it's brought back some memories I have not thought of in probably two decades. It's been wonderful. 
Yeah, we've been on the World Builders Weekly Podcast, the Tabletop Totality, yes. and the Game Mastery Podcast. Uh, yes. So it's been really fun, and uh, I think also very different conversations compared to what we normally do on this podcast. So uh, if you're interested, dear listener, we have added links to each of these interviews in the show notes. And, uh, well, then I would encourage you to go and check that out if you are interested. There's loads of world-building tips in those interviews. Yes. <laughs> it was, yes, world-building tips and some character tips and some writing tips. And just a shout-out to all three of them because awesome podcasts, awesome hosts. And it was so much fun to be on there and getting to talk to them. It was, it was as close as we can get to socialization in the last year. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, yes, and and also, I mean, just a whole role playing community there, and 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 how enthusiastic they are about world building, and it, it makes it so much fun. Oh, it was so uh, much I really fun. like that. Yeah, I, I totally. It's like if it was not, if it was more than my husband and I, I there's got to be like groups that do this via Zoom. It was, it would just be so much fun to do again. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Okay, but before we close out this section here, I also wanted to use the opportunity to thank everyone who left a rating and review over the last month of the Am Writing Fantasy podcast because we did have quite an uptake and that is highly, highly appreciated. Yes, thank you so much. We It helps the podcast, helps people find us and it makes us feel like loved. So we appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, because it's like helping other listeners uh, when you leave a rating or a review, because then when people start typing in writing or something in their podcast app, then the podcast platform will actually show our show if it has some good ratings and enough reviews and so on. So, uh, yeah, in other words, you're helping fellow podcast listeners. Uh, so if you haven't done so already, Please uh, don't stop now. Uh, go on and uh, <laughs> to your podcast app and uh, leave a rating on review. It, it only takes like a second, but it yeah. really helps a lot. So uh, if you already did, thank you so much. And if you didn't, just pause the podcast here for <laughs> 10 seconds and then leave the rating and review and then press play again. Sounds good. Thank you. And on to today's topic. I must admit that at first this sounded really easy, but then when I got into it, I did start wondering what you would come up with, and then I just kept looking for something better. But then when you then said in the beginning that you hadn't really prepared that much, then I feel a bit better. Oh, I'm glad that helped you. I'm sorry that I was competing with me. It was intimidating to you, apparently. So, uh, you know, I, I wanted to make this one easy yeah. for you. <laughs> Because people have been mean to me on YouTube uh, comments and stuff like that, saying that uh, Autumn always wins and stuff. So, yeah, I have to, I guess, uh, up my game a bit. Well, I, so see I was really trying to prepare. <laughs> and if I lose now, then I'm going to go and dig myself a hole outside or something. <laughs> well, that'd be horrible. Well, hopefully uh, you have prepared. I'm sure you're going to totally blow me out of the water. And you have to think of it. I is it's sad. I'm coming from the States. So whenever someone says, Oh, you're going to win. I hope they're not saying that just because I'm, I'm the girl. Oh, so, you know, I want to win honestly. And I did not work for this one, but it's funny. I started out by looking at this when I saw the topic going, Oh, oh I have no idea what to do. And I started coming up with some, and I did a little bit of reading and thinking and thinking about it. And I'm like, Oh, got this one down. So, Oh no. We'll <laughs> 
<laughs> That's oh, what no. I did not want you to say. <laughs> I felt intuitively this was my topic. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> so this will be fun. Uh, yeah. Now I'm already feeling like maybe my list is not strong enough. I, I don't <laughs> like it. You you make me doubt myself. I I'm just helping you become a better better at torturing your characters i don't know is that the is that the outcome we're hoping for yeah well we'll see we'll see, we'll see. I, at least i have five prepared and i have ranked them as well so number Excellent. five is the least bad and then okay. number one is the winner that's gonna take the, take all all right you maybe it will we'll have to see i have mine ranked and they're ready to go so I, uh, who do you want to go first? Do you want do you want me to go first? Will that make you feel better? Or do you want to go first and just totally amaze me? I think, I think I might. Mm, well, the the, the <laughs> thing is that because it's a it's a hard question because with number five it feels like it's probably good to go first with number five because then you're putting a bit of pressure on the other one. Right. But then right. at number one, I feel like it's better to be last <laughs> because then you can sort of finish it off on a big bang, right? They're like, right. this one is the best and you finish off with that. Ta-da. So I... Um, you have to flip a coin. What did we do last time? I think you started last time, I think I you? started last time, yeah. Damn, then I have to go first. <laughs> okay, your turn. Okay. All right. Number five, and of course, keep in mind that this is the least worst of the worst. <laughs> so it's only going to get better. All right. <laughs> so if you feel like this is not that bad, then uh, it's going to get a lot better. <laughs> okay. All right. That's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. So number five, let's call this character Mr. B. All right. And you'll understand why in a moment. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so... Mr. B, he is very, very chatty. Mm -hmm. He is very outgoing. And in general, people really like him. Mm -hmm. However, and here it comes. He has like an involuntary habit. No, it's, it's more than a habit. It's more like a compulsion. Uh -huh. That every time he greets somebody, he has to burp the person in the face. Oh, <laughs> That's just mean. Oh, I would so smack him. Or I wouldn't be friends <laughs> with him. That's for sure. I can imagine that like every single. So he's very likable, but then he's <laughs> he starts <laughs> off really bad every single time. Yes, that uh, I, I feel like that that would be pretty bad thing to do to a character. That would be really mean to do to a character. I have to, and you had me actually worried because. Um, funny true story is my husband likes to whistle and yep. it was probably five years into our marriage when i realized what he likes to whistle is who's afraid of the big bad wolf <laughs> <laughs> and i think i finally stopped i'm like i am putting that into a story someday because that is like the perfect serial killer you have this nice guy <laughs> he's a good guy about town but he whistles who's afraid of the big bad wolf and somebody finally yeah. put that together so, you know, I was a little scared there <laughs> that you secretly knew that. Oh, I like that one. There was also, what was it? Was it in Kill Bill or which one was oh, it? Where yeah. the, there was also somebody who walked around whistling all the time. It was actually pretty cool. It was yeah. like, uh, yeah, I can't, I think I it was Kill Bill, wasn't it? I think it might have been, remember. but it's been a while. But yeah, well, that is yeah. definitely a very um, annoying 
an, an trait it's for It's annoying, character. yes. It's not like the worst of the worst, but mm-hmm. it was also number five. So it's yes, going to be a lot right. worse for the characters um, here. Yeah. But uh, but it's sort of a... It's not throwing you a softball, but it's more like a curveball, right? Yes, so it's it's a bit true. difficult, but not too hard. Yes. See, I and I think it's interesting because you did this by literally creating a character perspective and I did it more top level of as a writer the worst things you can do to your characters because I just love doing mean things to my characters I'm just <laughs> mean that way so you want to hear my number five okay all right I'm and this is again it gets worse from here but I'm starting off pretty heavy hitting and I'm just gonna oh, no. say killing off friends and family especially in the first chapter of a book like all is, his friends and all his family? It doesn't have to be all her. of them. I mean, it could just be just the parents or just the siblings or just the friends. But just that trope. And I put that as my number five because that is like every Disney story ever. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. to me, it is so overdone. And that's why I put it at the first spot. But it is also so hugely impactful um, to lose a family member or to lose a good friend. So that's why we put it there because it is just like gipping out your heartstrings and you can relate to that and it's horrible. But oh, we need to find something else to <laughs> to do that with. So that's yeah. why that's my number five. Okay, well, it's um, it's a good start. It's oh, well, a good thank start. You. But uh... good. you have to remember, I just kind of spontane- spontaneously made this list in like the process of an hour while cooking breakfast. Well, that that can't be an excuse. Either your list is good or it's bad. And uh, no mm. excuses about that. I was cooking breakfast while I was thinking about this. And uh, <laughs> while I was scrambling eggs, I was ki- killing family members and stuff like that. <laughs> what a horrible breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, let's hear your number four then. Okay. So number four, I was actually thinking for a while if I should put some sort of torture on this list. Okay. Um, but while that is a pretty terrible thing to do to a character, if you imagine that you're like in a dungeon and you're being tortured, that's probably, I mean, of course, unless you die, but then it's not mean to you anymore because then you're not alive. So if you do live, then you are going to escape at some point. Right. Or maybe you're going to get be let free at some point. Mm-hmm. And then the torture stops. So it's like, I started thinking, can I make something that is worse? Something you cannot escape. <laughs> okay. Something you can't uh-huh. escape. Could you, can you guess what that could be, Autumn? What, what can you never, ever escape? Death? <laughs> well, yeah, but if you die, if you're dead, then it's not mean to the character anymore because then he's dead. Yeah, it but doesn't feel anything. Death. Other than death, um, can't escape. Uh, physical, harming someone physically, like losing an arm. Can you not escape that? What kind of life are you living? <laughs> you <laughs> I, go, don't know. I cannot help it. Doof. Sorry, I hit you. I cannot help it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so let's hear it. What is yours? Well, you cannot escape sleep. Oh, okay. Huh? So every single time this character goes to sleep, he uh-huh. or she will have nightmares about their darkest fears. Oh, every time. Very nice. I think that's not is nice. That's <laughs> bad. <laughs> nice in the uh, in the horrifying sense, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, I think that that's pretty damn mean. It is very mean. And it's actually kind of related to my number four. Imagine that us thinking along the same oh, lines. 
Yeah. Uh, that never happened before. No, no, we've never come up with something similar. So you want to hear what no. my slightly related number four is? Okay. All right. So mine was instead of not just sleep, but being stalked by a monster or a curse or a raving horde of insects or some such thing that hounds you so you can't sleep for fear of it catching you. Oh, so you can't sleep. Okay. You can't sleep. So, because if you sleep, it's going to catch you. Or that even when you're awake, it, maybe it's whispering dark visions or ideas to you. So you just, every time you want to sit down and relax or have a meal, it's just spurring you to always constantly feel like you have to run and be in motion. And then you not would be saying, like a nervous wreck. You would be totally. And I'm not saying that this might kind of have stemmed from maybe a trip my husband and I took to Labrador where the black flies were just torturous that I was constantly wearing this black netting veil so that even when I was eating or cooking, I was like literally eating underneath this veil while walking and pacing and pacing. Oh my God. It nearly broke me. I'm pretty tolerable, but I was <laughs> ready to get on a plane and go home. So insects oh are one of the worst torture you could ever do. And but not letting someone sleep and having that constant like the buzz, the buzz, 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 buzz you know, they're there and they're trying to bite you and it's just you just don't even you don't yeah. even need you don't even need to have someone whispering to you. Just a horde of massive insects is enough to kill so, to drive your character insane. So yeah, that's my that's number true, four. Yes. Yeah, well, tr true story as well related to that. You know it a bit already, Autumn, but the listeners <laughs> don't don't know it. But um True story as well. We were in a in a summer cottage in in Finland, yes. in the middle of the forest, and um, there was this pond that was supposed to fill with water. Uh, but this particular summer, it was so dry that it was just very very shallow water in the pond, and it has been like sitting there for months. I guess you know, just shallow water. No flow through, no, it was just like an isolated pond, right? So there right. was no current or anything changing the water. So it was like the best mosquito nest you can imagine in the world. <laughs> and it was like, and this particular summer as well, just to make it worse, it was like the warmest that has ever been. Oh, so no. we had like uh, in Celsius, uh, I don't know what this is in Fahrenheit, but we had more than 30 degrees Celsius. So, and you're in the middle of a forest. There's no wind because <laughs> oh, you're in the forest, trees, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then you're sitting inside this cabin, and it's incredibly hot. Oh! <laughs> and as soon as we step outside the door, and I mean as soon as within one second, you were completely covered in mosquitoes. They came from everywhere, like right at you. And it was, it was the worst two weeks ever of a summer vacation. We we sat inside this freaking cabin for two weeks and just it was like sitting inside an oven. We were just sitting in there cooking. And oh. uh, we couldn't go out because it was terrible. And then in the nighttime when when it, it, you could go out a bit. Mm -hmm. Um you were still going to get bitten like 20 times, but at least you could go out. So we did go out a bit when it was night. Uh but this was also the year why I got so annoyed with mosquito repellent creams and stuff like that i was like how do freaking how how are they allowed to sell this stuff when it doesn't work you know i just covered myself in it and it doesn't it work i'm work. still getting bitten so what's oh. the point i don't understand but anyway that was a complete side note but uh, <laughs> yeah no, that it actually made me realize that you know you're admitting my number four was awesome so thank you <sighs> I'm admitting your number four is really annoying, but I don't know if awesome is going too far. 
tomato tomato i have my interpretation so all right what's your number three okay so this is also about fears so we before we talked about having nightmares about Mm -hmm. the darkest fears Mm -hmm. in number four so now in number three with fears i was thinking what kind of fear would be really bad to suffer from And, and there is of course loads to choose from Mm-hmm. And some of them would really make the character unable to function in society, but but then it came to me. Oh, and are, no. you, are you ready for this one? I guess. What is it? What if the character is afraid of himself? Oh, jeez, that's horrible. <laughs> what if you're afraid of yourself all the time? Like, what, how are you like, going to manage that? Are you afraid that you're like? insane or a deranged killer if you let yourself loose or a ticking time bomb i mean you're just afraid what you're gonna do next all the time oh maybe you're gonna kill somebody maybe you're gonna hurt yourself maybe maybe just gonna sabotage yourself you're just afraid all the time of yourself that's just you cannot escape yourself no you're really possible (laughs) it's a horrible horrible torture for a character how could you do that Ah, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> All right. Well, that one is pretty... That would be... A, I'm trying to think of how it would be to write the book, like what the character arc would be. But let's not yeah. go there. We're Actually, not, yeah. I don't know how to do that. To me. I mean, it would be a bit like schizophrenic thing to read, like all the time, every chapter, the characters just running around circles around themselves. <laughs> I don't know. Unless you find out like you know it was a fear implanted in him and actually he's amazingly good or would do something wonderful but yeah we won't go there so that would be a diff a dark dark story to read <laughs> yeah i feel like it yes yes all right so my number three is to take away the talent that whatever the character is that is really how they define themselves so like a swordsman would lose their arm or a mage would lose her magic or using it would cause pain or like an archer or if it was a musician like with a harp would lose their fingers and this would be caused both psychological pain which is yeah good but also physical pain because you know you would obviously have gone through something traumatic to have this happen to you and yeah, I will definitely say this one stemmed out of my own writing because I definitely combined it um, with a character. I had that with memory loss because they were held captive by centuries. So I had a character that was caught, imprisoned, lost their memory because they were tortured, um, lost the ability to change their use of their magic. They were changed into a magical creature. And every time magic happened around them, it caused them physical pain once they were freed from their horrible monstrous form so it's it was a fun story to write for that me the character hates me still but you know yeah we also have another character in in our joint book that uh has lost his memory yes um that's also quite fun it is quite fun but i mean to me almost losing your memory is is almost a salvation because you don't remember the dark things but to simply lose whatever it is if you define yourself as this mage or you're going to be this wonderful magic user and you lost the ability to cast magic or worse it causes you physical pain when anyone else uses magic you'd have to move on that's that is definitely a character you have to find something other way of defining yourself or you're just going to be a horrible character or become the villain i don't know 
Yeah. Well, what is worst? Is it worst to lose your short-term memory or your long-term memory? I think long-term to me. I would not want to, because you, especially uh, so many things you define yourself. It depends on if you had a really bad experience that you want to forget. But I think I could handle losing my short term over my long term. So all the time when you're doing something, you're forgetting what you're doing. That would be horrible. I don't want to lose my memory. <laughs> That's pretty no annoying. <laughs> that better not be like the next one on your list. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, no, right. it's not. But uh, I. Don't know if number two. Well, I'm gonna come back with a really annoying one in number one because number two okay. might not. It might be one of my weaker ones now that oh. I think. I actually, I think being afraid of yourself is worse than this one. Okay, so you should have switched them. All right, I'll I keep that so. in mind. I should have I switched judge. them around. I won't judge. It's fine. Uh, I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> it's my role here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I think we need some sort of fantasy curse for this one to work. Okay. All so right. imagine that we have like the most handsome prince or the fairest princess the world okay. has ever seen. Okay. And then comes the wicked witch and lays a curse. Well, <laughs> that sounds very cliche already. <laughs> <laughs> but don't judge a book by its curse. Well, we That's do. Right. Yeah. We so. would. Okay. But this curse is different because, right. because of this character's very, very appealing looks, mm-hmm. people are naturally drawn to them. But every time this character speaks to someone, they always end up either being rude or blurting out the person's secrets to everybody else. <laughs> oh, that would be... That, I agree, that should have been your number three, but that would be... That should be have been just, number three, right? Yes, that would be... It would be really a fun book to write. It'd be a fun character to have. I've I've had a few slightly insane characters that do similar <laughs> sort of things, yeah, you know, because they're a little just touched, a little off. And I, they're so much fun to write though, because they just do whatever the heck they want. Even, but I can see in this case maybe they don't want to, and they're trying to control it. So this is like combining with a couple of years, you know, like trying to fearing going to these like a ball where they're going to be the bell of it and they're so terrified at what they're going to do to make it all go wrong and they just can't stop themselves so in that case no, it would indeed. be actually a good number two that would just be the anxiety of it would be oh horrible it is horrible but i'm not sure it's the worst thing you can do no. I mean, well, okay. Imagine going through life that every time you talk to somebody, you are you're either being rude or telling their secrets. That is pretty nasty. <laughs> that is really mean. I mean. You will not have very many friends. <laughs> no, no, it, it wouldn't matter how pretty you are. They would they would not be there to be your friends. And then if you had manipulative you know. friends, they would only tell you secrets about themselves that would not be true and would make you look like an idiot. So. Ah. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you could actually use it in like political games or whatnot. You could, you oh, could yeah. tell the person something <laughs> and then they will go and tell it to somebody else. And if the other person doesn't know that this person is... Well, actually, no, that would work because the other person will know that this person always blurts out secrets. Yes. So they would think it's correct. Exactly. Ooh, I can have fun with Master that. plotting. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should win just for coming up with a good story idea with it. Uh, no, no, that's not how <laughs> the rules go. You oh. can't change the rules in the middle of the game. Why not? 
Oh, I'm a referee because I say you can't. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, shoot. Uh, you would be the referee. All right. So you're ready for my I number two? Who can change the rules. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> that's also in the rules that I'm the one who can change the rules. That's what I'm, the rules say. I think I'm going to have to renew my reevaluate my contract here. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's have your number two. My number two is to imprison a character, which we did talk about, but to not tell them what happened to their friends and family. Or possibly worse, telling them different things so they don't actually know which is the truth and what has happened to their friends and family. So sort of like just coming in and be like, oh, well, your wife is going to be executed tomorrow or your children are slaves in the ice mines. And so this plays with the psychological, so they're in prison, they can't get out. And obviously they're in prison because they either lost a battle or they failed in some way. But so you have that psychological torture as well as being restrained. And to me, this, to me, there is nothing worse than not knowing what has happened to someone you care about to, and have no way of knowing and not to have someone toying with your mind about what might be happening to them. I just think, that is literally, I think, the worst thing I can imagine in this life is to care deeply about someone and not knowing where they are and what's happened to them. It'd just be horrifying. And just imagine if you're the god or whoever it is that is telling this to you. How mean do you have to be to be able to do that to somebody? That's yeah, just to toy with them and mean. making up excuses, making up these stories about, oh yes, no, but this, oh, did I tell you that? I actually meant this, and oh. Just the gut-wrenchingness of it. And eventually, no matter how heroic this character was, I think that would just wear wear them down, wear down their hope bit by bit and yeah. losing that hope and just being devastated. I think that's about... And that's my number two, but that's about the worst thing I can imagine ever doing to a character, I have to say. Hmm. Okay. So you should have put it at number one. No, I have something else for number one. You just said it was the worst. I know, but I have something else for number one. Oh my god. <laughs> well, okay. I have the absolutely best one for number one. Alright, let's hear it. This one is going to bring me the victory, and you'll have oh? to admit it once you hear this one. Well, I will only admit it if it is true, and once I hear it. It is true. So <laughs> let me start out by asking you this. Okay. What is like the worst song you can think of? Oh, like ever. It's a small world after all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, so keep that in mind. All right. And I'm not saying that this one is going to be the most annoying song ever, but it's probably a bit close to it. But uh, okay. let me just uh, play you a very short sound clip to oh, get you in the right mood here. Oh, you have a sound clip. Okay. <laughs> I've been forgotten, I do. Oh. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton, I do. But I've been forgotten, I do. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton, I do. I know my guess. Let's stop that one. Okay, so imagine you have something like that playing in your head constantly, like oh. forever. You can never stop it. It just goes on and on and on and on and on and on <laughs> and on and on forever. That would be Imagine hideous. that. Well, considering I have some bad tinnitus, ha, I do. I have that all the time. It's horrible. But not Cotton Eye Joe or something. Like no. over and over in a loop forever. 
I almost think Cotton Eye Joe's better than Tinnitus, honestly. <laughs> I remember there was is actually from a a movie. I'll assume it's based on a novel because all good movies are based on novels. But it was um, about a Russian astronaut, or it was they were talking about it, and there was this moment where they're saying, you know, the astronaut gets up there and they're up there for like in the space capsule, can't move around. It's one of the first space flights, and all they hear like every few seconds is a bang Hmm. and you have that for weeks on end and it's starting to drive this guy crazy and he can't go anywhere and he can't escape it and the only way he could preserve his sanity was to embrace it and be like every time i hear it it means i'm still alive it means the mission is still going on so I don't know. You would have to, uh, just like with my tinnitus, you become it becomes this mental thing where at times you can actually block it out because it is just going on and on. I think it's actually worst if it changes because whenever things change, then you notice it again. So if you have just like this weird random loop of sounds and gunfire, oh my God, I hate gunfire. So it's like all these weird <laughs> sounds that happen. I think that might even be worse than just the same song on repetition. Though I have to admit, it's a small world after all for 24 hours straight might be enough to make me go insane. That might do it. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. I will say that that would definitely be fingernails on a chalkboard, which would be one of the sounds you could use to drive someone insane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just on a loop. <laughs> just on a yeah. loop. That's just so... Eternal think, loop. So, is it, um... Like, if you deafen, make yourself go deaf, would you still hear it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in your That's head. You hear it all horrible. the time. That's horrible. Even when you sleep, it's going on. Ugh. Or when you're trying to sleep. You're mean. I don't like that one. Yeah. All right, you want to hear my number one? Yeah, I know. It was the list of the worst things you could do with a character. Yeah. So you want my number one that is even worse than being tortured and not knowing what has happened to your loved ones. Okay, what's that? It is to not write the character's story. I think that is the worst thing you can do to a character is to have this voice in your head that says, you know, write me, write this story, make me this fantastic character. And you just don't do it. I just think that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's a bit meta, I feel like. <laughs> I, th- I feel like you're bending the rules. But I, I understand what you're saying. But uh... I think I have just... I have elevated above the the rules to a worse... A more... A, a different plane of worseness. <laughs> <laughs> different plane of worseness. Okay. <laughs> You are so much inventing your own rules as you go. (laughs) I'm Faye. (laughs) You think I play by anyone else's rules other than the ones I make up spontaneously? (laughs) No, no, I guess. But this is the same thing I I sometimes say to my colleagues that uh, if we have like a work meeting or something, Uh it would be so much easier if I can bring my referee yellow and red (laughs) cards into the session and then... You get a yellow card for that. Goodbye. <laughs> that would be so much easier. Well, you do you really want to kick me off the podcast. Now think about that. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no. no okay. The yellow card is just a sin bin. So it's just you just get a timeout. I could do a timeout for, for the podcast. Well, that's you're gonna, you would have to use a lot of timeouts for me for sure. <laughs> I like my number one. I think it is the worst thing you could do. 
So you have to tell your character story. If you have a character saying, write me, you need to do that. You need to go write. Yeah, I still think mine's is worse. <laughs> the infinite loop of music. I still think it would be worse if it's changing sounds, but sound torture is pretty, it's used. It's pretty horrifying. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay, do, do we need people to tell us who won here? I feel like I won for, for sure this one. All right, but, you uh, put in some really good ones, I have to say. But I'm going to leave it up to the listeners, so they should tell us. I what just th- won't concede, will you? No, I will not. And they you should just let- refuse to concede. I do. They have to let me know if they think I broke the rules, or if I just simply, you know, made a better set of rules. <sighs> I'm just afraid that they're going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> well... Oh, well, let's see. I think I have won a lot of them, so maybe I will let you have this one because you did do the work while not making I breakfast. Did do the work. No, but then it just <laughs> feels like a pity victory. That's I don't want a pity victory. Then you're going to have to let the listeners decide. That's the only thing to do. Hmm. Okay, well... Dear listeners, let us know in the comments <laughs> whether who won this stuff. Um, and uh, if you feel like writing that autumn one then just don't let us know <laughs> so i'll feel like if we don't get any comments it's because i won and if we do oh, get comments then it's also because i won that's that's cheating i think you're making up the what rules do you mean? <laughs> i'm not making the, i'm just uh, well okay it's, it's not a rule it's just a recommendation i'm just I'm recommending gonna... <laughs> people not to type if you wrote oh well, if, if they think you won i see how it is well i'm at least um I'm at least an honest enough person not to create personas to go in and leave comments to say that I won. I'll I'll be nice. Though I do, I have a wrap up for this one because I was thinking, why in the world are we doing this for the podcast? But then I realized in general, making characters suffer should do at least one of two, if not both of these. They should advance your plot or they should deepen or reveal something about your character. So this is a in a way, an inspiration list of if you're really easy on your characters or you feel like you're plotting or your character arcs aren't going anywhere, review this list of 10 traits and see what you can do to help your characters go suffer a little bit and grow. The point is growing and overcoming these fears. Okay, indeed. So next Monday, we are back to some more serious topics uh, when we discuss some tools for authors, namely book sales trackers. If you like what you just heard, there's a few things you can do to support the Am Writing Fantasy Podcast. Please tell a fellow author about the show and visit us at Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. You can also join Autumn and Jasper on Patreon.com slash AmWritingFantasy. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll get awesome rewards and keep the Am Writing Fantasy podcast going. Stay safe out there and see you next Monday. <laughs>